0: all right guys welcome back my name is bryson and this is the behind the beef podcast brought to you by the parker county beef company i am the fourth generation here at the parker county beef company and we are a 100 year old cattle ranch building an online beef company and bringing you guys along uh, for our journey so this is our fourth episode of our podcast here and it's going to be our last episode of 2023 So we are excited to talk to you guys about some of the fun things we did in 2023 and look forward uh, to some of the things we're doing next year. Um, As you guys know, we started this company, uh, we started making videos and really pushing our farm to table beef operation in March of 2023. And we had a lot of cool moments that have happened uh, from March till December. Uh, I highlighted a few here that I wanted to talk to you guys about. And when we started this, you know, I knew that social media was a big part of how business was conducted, but I I don't think I fully grasped the scale at which social media uh, could impact a business and could really have an impact on something like a farm-to-table beef company. But when we started this, we said, hey, look, we're going to really lean into social media as much as we can. And the first thing that came to mind was, hey, we're going to post TikToks and we're going to post videos every day about how we do things. And we did that for about a month with, you know, slow growth, nothing too crazy, but it was kind of slow and steady. And then I remember we finally started getting people to sign up for our website and, but we still hadn't had not received any orders. And so one day I got pretty frustrated and I said, you know what, I'm going to pick up the phone. I'm going to log into the website and I'm going to see if I have, if anybody was willing to put their phone number in there that we could contact them. And lo and behold, the first number that I called uh, whenever I logged into the website was going to be my friend, Henry. And Henry is uh, local here in the Springtown area, but Henry picked up the phone and not only did uh, Henry and I have, you know, a nice 10 to 15 minute conversation about, you know his family and what he likes to do and how he likes to buy beef, but you know what? Henry took a leap of faith on us, and he was our first customer ever here at the Parker County Beef Company. Now Henry has also been back, um, I believe, two or three times. Uh, so he's a very valued valued customer here at the Parker County Beef Company. So, um, Mr. Henry Hernandez, thank you very much on March sixteenth, twenty twenty three, for being our first and inaugural customer here at the Parker County Beef Company. I remember that, you know, we talked, we got, uh, we were doing half, half beef at that point, And he put his deposit down for half. And I remember just thinking, okay, you know, maybe there's something here. Maybe, you know, that, that I'm not completely crazy because I, I have been known to have a crazy idea or two in the past, but maybe I'm not completely crazy. And so I continued to make those phone calls and it was kind of the same pattern over and over again. But henry thank you very much we appreciate your support and uh you taking the time to talk to me and to have some faith in our ranch and what we're doing here is um you know really helped catapult us and really helped launch us to where we are today so uh and henry don't forget about henry guys because he's going to come up again here in the uh at the end of this episode um the second well i don't know if this is a good uh milestone or not but the second memorable moment from 2023 and starting the beef company was going to be our first viral video. And, you know, up until this point, I thought a video that got three, four, 500 views to me, that was viral. And I post videos today and to this day that get two, three, four, five hundred 500 views. I'll take any views, right? Two, three, four, five hundred 500 views. Those may be the, the few hundred views that you needed, or those may be the highest quality views that you get. So, uh, I think there's a lot of emphasis on views as a metric that, I you know, doesn't really matter. Uh, it's, it's how many customers you can find and how well you can treat those customers once they do find you. But I will say my perception of a three, four, 500 video or three, four or 500 view video was completely blown out of the water. Um, on April sixth, twenty twenty-three, when we posted a video talking about how we were offering some smaller, you know, beef boxes, and I, th- I believe it's about our eighth beef box, but or maybe it's about a half. I don't know. I had three or four consecutive, but I believe that video. I posted it, and within a matter of you know a day, it maybe had a thousand views, and I thought, well, now you know that's pretty cool. And then maybe two or three days after I posted it, my phone—I looked out at my phone and I remember thinking, "That's really weird. What's going on with my TikTok?" And then it had five thousand views, and I thought, "Well, that's really weird." Then it had ten thousand views, and at this point, I'm like, "You know what? Time to change my career because I am an internet genius. I have ten thousand views on TikTok. What more could you ask for?" Well. That trend continued well into the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of views. And I think that video ended up doing maybe a million and a half or two million views. And that is something that I, I did not know to prepare for, how to prepare for. Uh, but you're not set up for that. When you're just, you know, moving right along, living life, and you have a video that goes truly viral, you're talking a few million views your website is not built for that. Your, you know, your profile, your social media is not built for that. Your purse, my personal phone number, uh, we did not have a company phone. So my personal phone number was just on the, uh, on my TikTok and on the company website. So for two or three days, my phone rang without stopping. Um, really cool, but also something I was wildly unprepared for. <sighs> I would do it again. Uh, we're, you know, we've had several instances since then of the same thing happening, but now I'm much more prepared and I know the things that are going to happen when it starts, you kind of know uh, where to, uh, what to prepare for. But uh, I remember that was life changing because, you know, you I think you've seen the social media clips where people are on their phone or they're just scrolling through their notifications, but it was actually like that. You, you, you really can't, Use If you have your notifications turned on, you really can't use your phone in an instance like that. So that was a lot of fun. Um, the next uh, big milestone that we uh, had here at the Beef Company was going to be our first shipping day. So I've, I've said this before on the podcast. I think I said this with Shane or with one of our live streams. But um, we realized very quickly that our customer base was much more than just people who could drive to us here, or people that were local there was a need for our product and for what we were doing all across the nation. So sometime in April or may, we said, Hey, you know what? We're going to offer nationwide shipping on August 7th. So you guys go place your orders. And then we looked at each other and we said, okay, guys, how are we going to do this? So we spent about 90 days trial and error test shipments, trying different insulation types. Anyway, we had a, a full blown, 90-day uh, crash course on frozen nationwide frozen shipping, and big shout out to uh, Brian and Shane and Rob and 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 Mel and everybody here at the office for really just everybody all hands on deck trying our best to um, to get that figured out. Well, August 7th rolls around and we had a plan, right? And if anybody knows anything about plans, uh, plans are great until they are not. So we thought, you know, what would be really smart idea is what if we took and we pre-labeled all of our boxes? So we had our entire office full of shipping boxes and we took all of our packing slips and we thought, you know, we will be very smart. We'll print off the packing list ahead of time, put them on the boxes. Then all we have to do is grab a box, put the beef in there and then ship it out. And that was a really great idea. You know, we may go back to that at some point, but I believe on the second box, we ended up with maybe 150 or 160 orders to ship out that first shipping day. And I think on the second box, so we had three box sizes. We had a 16 by 16 cube, which is what we use now. And then we had a 16 by 12 rectangle, which is uh, you know just a step down. And then we had a 12 by 12 cube. And we thought, you know what? Most everything should fit in this Uh, 12 by 12 cube. I do not, I still don't know where the disconnect was because we had tested, but I don't think we had tested with enough dry ice plus all of our layers. Anyway, we assumed that half or so of our orders would fit into these um, 12 by 12 boxes. Well, about the second order of us packing, we quickly realized that that was not the case at all. So, Literally in the middle of, we've got dries there, we've got people there ready to ship. We have beef in freezers, like everybody's there. We have to scrap the entire plan, and be, half of the people have to go start building more of our 16-inch cubes and our 12 by 16 boxes, while the other half are trying to ship. And it is utter madness. Um, but I think we shipped for 12 or 14 hours the first day got back up here at 5 or 6 a.m. the next day and shipped the remaining, I don't know, 50 or 60 orders that second day. And just, you know, when we finished, we had a mound of boxes. Actually, UPS was only able to pick up the first one, so then we had to hand deliver the others to the UPS hub in Fort Worth. But when we finished, I remember walking out of the UPS thing and thinking, you know what, we did it. And it was really cool because uh, Brian and Shane – and, and I, we all took the boxes down there together to the UPS hub. So we kind of finished the first round of shipping together. And I remember everybody just being like, you know what, that's pretty cool. So it was really cool to see three to four months of very hard work and a lot of preparation, a lot of testing come together and see us be able to ship our, um, our farm to table beef uh, successfully. And it's kind of carried on since then. So we ship every Monday, but very vivid. And I have some really cool memories of all of us in there as a family and everybody here. Um, it's not part of our family, but is part of our team. So they're essentially family, um, really cool memories of us, uh, shipping out that first, that first day in August. Um, then what I would put, actually, I'm going to add one to my list here, but my next, um, my next, memorable milestone from 2023 um, is going to be, I'm going to reference Mr. Henry again. So, you know, you put a lot of work. My family's always put a lot of work into raising our cows and our beef. And you put a lot of work into marketing the beef and packaging the beef and getting it processed, then bringing it back here, then, you know, helping your customers with questions, doing as much as you can. But, You never really know until those orders go out what the feedback is going to be and what the, you know, the perception from the customer side is going to be. So my second to last most memorable moment here of launching our beef company this year would be the first time we got a Google review. So I'm going to bring up Mr. Henry again and I'm going to read. We got two Google reviews on the same day, but... I'm going to mention Henry first because he was technically our first one. And Henry says, Parker County Beef Company has been by far the company that cares for their customers. Support your local farmer. We are 100% satisfied with the courteous and very professional, yet like your neighbor when order to pick up. Thank you for all you do for us this round. We will be forever customers and extended family. Thank you very much. On the same day, my buddy Robbie said, excellent beef, great price, no mystery meat. And our, I mean, the amount of relief I felt when getting the first rounds of feedback from our customers was hard to quantify here and it's hard to put into words because like I said, the, the work started really a year, 18 months before that feedback came in. So you do a lot of work not knowing if, if it's going to work out, but very memorable to me, very memorable to us here at the beef company of, um, you know, top moments of 2023, just getting that first good feedback. And, you know, our continued feedback from our customers have been the same. They're extremely happy and and we can't thank all of our customers enough for letting us have a seat at your table. Okay. Last memorable moment from 2023 was going to be our first pop-up shop. So if you guys watched our videos, you noticed throughout the A year when we started this company, we had our freezer box or our cold box, and we had basically repurposed a shipping crate that was designed to ship frozen medicine across the country. Well, we use it for shipping frozen beef. So it let us get quite a few boxes in there. It's pretty good setup. It worked great for us starting. Um, We didn't have a lot of upfront costs, but it let us get our beef from point A to point B frozen. That was always our goal. We want our customers to have a lot of, uh, you know, faith in the fact that their product was frozen the entire time. There's no thawing. So I know there's a lot of strategies out there where people just put things in the bed of their truck or in the backseat. You know, we're only driving an hour, but we really wanted to focus on keeping our product frozen from the time the processor frees it until the time the customer is ready to thaw it out. So, um, Eventually, we outgrew our cold box, and we began looking for other options, and we came across um, our freezer trailer that we have now. And if you guys see that in our videos, we have a mobile freezer trailer that runs at negative 10 degrees. So we can not only get beef from our processor back here to our office, and it's completely frozen and also doubles as on-site storage, but it also lets us take our beef out into the community and go do events So I had this idea of, you know, after getting feedback from our customers that we found online, we kind of understood that if the more beef we could get in people's hands, the better, and and it would greatly uh, help our company and our beef company here in the long term. So I thought of this idea of a pop-up shop and I thought, you know what, let's go out in the community, let's take all of our products you know, we need to find a credit card reader somewhere that we can, you know, maybe sell to people if they wanted some beef. Let's go out there and see how it goes. Well, um, you know, my expectation was that if I find three or four customers that day, I'm going to be thrilled. That's awesome. So I set up here in Springtown, and I thought, you know what? I'll start. I'll do eight to noon. We'll see how it goes. And I believe at seven thirty. I had a line of five or six people, and I was frantically calling everyone that was still around the Springtown area for help. Uh, One, with uh, just talking to people, taking orders, helping me with the computer. Uh, But two, also getting us more frozen product from our office up to the pop-up shop because we were out of ground beef by, I believe, 830. And then we're out of chuck roast by not – I mean, it was just – it was chaos, but it was – Hard to fathom how awesome it was. And yeah, the business is awesome. I love, you know, obviously sitting there and and if you're selling beef, that's a good day if you're a beef company. But more so than that were the conversations. I talked to people who have lived in Springtown their entire life that were looking for great, um, you know, great farm to table beef. I talked to people who had just moved to Springtown who used to have a source of farm-to-table beef that don't anymore, so they were happy to see us. And I I talked to people that I've known forever that, you know, we just got to talk about beef, and it was really cool conversations. Um, We had a lot of fun with that. And uh, the response and the support that we received from our local community was uh, mind-blowing. So you guys watch our videos. You see that pop-ups now are a regular part of what we do. Not only from a business and a sales standpoint, but also from a brand building, community building, uh, outreach, and uh, marketing perspective. So we still do our pop-ups. We're going to do one every other weekend in 2024, and uh, we live stream those as well. So we're always creating content on that as well. And so the next thing I want to talk about is uh, just our perspective and our customer's perspective briefly on the farm to table journey here at the Parker County beef company. Um, you know, when you talk to our customers, when you read our Google reviews, when you uh, hear the stories that we get told from our pop-up shops, um, you know, really we find that our customers, they're just looking for beef that they can trust. They enjoy the fact that we post You know, I get told all the time that I maybe post too many videos, but I get equally as many customers who say, thank you for, you know, giving us insight into how uh, the beef makes it from from pasture to plate or from farm to table. So um, I think there's a huge opportunity for us to continue to show customers the operation. They enjoy seeing our family working together. They enjoy seeing um, obviously the cows, everybody loves the cows, Uh, but they also enjoy just you know, the, the lighthearted content as well. So, um, getting to know me, my dad, my uncle, my grandfather, everybody who works here at the office, uh, they enjoy getting to see that because, um, like I, I, you know, some, I had a customer, uh, tell me this one time. And so I copy it and I don't remember exactly who it was, but they said, you know, all beef is telling a story essentially, but, uh, you know, we get the we we get to see the story with yours, or um, I, I like the story that yours is telling. Is essentially what we were told. So, um, you know, that's what we're going to continue to do here. We're trying to give customers beef that they can trust and beef that they can have confidence in. And from our side, um, you know, it's really cool. Like I said, uh, the work on what we're doing now really started a year or eighteen months ago. Uh, so to get positive feedback on something that you've worked that long on putting together is, like I said, it's hard to put into words. But I, I just want to thank all of our customers very much for uh, for trusting in us and giving us a shot and uh, giving us an opportunity to have a seat at your dinner table. Um, because I think this is the way, right? The the traditional farming operation, the traditional cattle operation is has been difficult, is difficult. And I think will only continue to get more difficult as inputs continue to rise and as the, there's there's essentially a fixed market on the back end for your products. So um, thank you very much to our customers who supported us here at the Parker County Beef Company. Okay, so we talked about 2023. Uh, let's talk about some of the fun things that we have in store for 2024. So one of the things that I'm most excited about is the media side of this business. So obviously this podcast that you're watching right here, but also everything else that we have going here. Um, We try to do everything social first. So when I run, when I say that, what I mean is there should be a camera running eight hours a day here uh, because everything is interesting to somebody. The things that I find interesting are usually not interesting to everybody else. But the things that I find very mundane and normal day-to-day life, a lot of people find interesting because it's just stuff they've never been exposed to or stuff that maybe they grew up around cows, they grew up on a ranch, and now they don't get to see that or have that experience anymore. So it's something they connect with. So our media strategy for 2024 is going to be as much as we can can produce. And I think there's a few opportunities that we are going to expand in Obviously, you guys see our short form content. We post TikTok short form videos, uh, Facebook reels, Instagram reels, YouTube shorts. Where else do they go? They go to LinkedIn and don't do much. They go to Pinterest and really don't do much. And they go to Twitter and also don't do much. So, primarily TikTok, Facebook reels, Instagram reels, and YouTube shorts. But a few. Uh, We've ran some tests this year. I've done a few pieces of content, but YouTube is a really, really cool tool when you talk about creating a video once that will live on the internet forever for people to go reference. I use our videos all the time when people ask me a question about you know, what is the difference between this cut and that cut or, hey, how do you guys ship beef? More often than not, if that's a question you email me or text me or call me and ask about, I'm gonna text you a link, and it may be a link to a TikTok. But in that TikTok, I show, hey, look, here's our triple insulated box. Here's how we put our dries. Here's how the beef makes it to you. So I use the videos twofold. The videos one are to find new customers and let customers know how we do things, why we do it, and, and I guess what we do. Um, but it's also it's kind of a living documentary. If you go back and watch our videos from March. To our videos to December, you'll see things we've learned, things we've changed, things we've done differently. So I'm hoping uh, that our content will continue to do that. But YouTube has a a forever presence on the Internet. So we are going to be producing uh, YouTube videos here. Uh, Could be beef related, could be family, business, office related, could be um, cattle related. But we're going to try to do some YouTube videos every week even if they're just two to three minutes as we're learning um, because they're really cool and they live on the internet forever and people find them months and even years after uh, they're posted. So that's going to be really cool for us. Uh, Another thing that I started testing here in December are our daily live streams. So the same program that I have here that I'm recording this podcast on will let me do a live stream uh, simulcast or simul stream, maybe if that's a word on facebook and youtube and i can add another couple platforms but you know just a five or ten minute tidbit show every day uh still working on the format of that it needs a lot of work in my opinion uh but just something every day hey here's beef news here's a check-in here's an update of of what's going on in the beef industry in our company um, maybe in the world who knows uh, but that's really cool it reaches a different audience than some of our other stuff does uh, our podcast This is our fourth episode, and we're going to go to weekly episodes next year. And I've already started lining up some really cool guests for you guys. So hopefully the podcast continues. And that's another thing that on YouTube and in the podcast universe uh, lives on the Internet forever. And I've also used the podcast. You know, when people ask, hey, can you tell me a little bit about your ranch and your family? I say, yeah, awesome. Here's a little bit about it. Also, here's a podcast episode with my grandfather who helped start the ranch. Here's one with my dad, who's a third generation here at the ranch. And here's one that I did talking about how we do the beef company. So again, all of these are resources that I can one put out there to find new customers, but also two use as references and guides for other customers. And then another category that's really exciting to me. And I keep having, I have a whole whiteboard full of ideas here, but anytime we do anything in person, uh, for instance, our pop-up shops, Um, that is a content opportunity for me. So right now I live stream all of our pop-up shops on TikTok and then sometimes Facebook and YouTube, but we're really trying to um, bridge that gap and find a way to to make that forever content out of our events. So I have some cool ideas with that. Hopefully those in-person media uh, events will continue to uh, be an opportunity for us. All right, last two... um, Things we're looking forward to in 2024 um, are expanded logistics. So uh, test launched or soft launched um, two new options here locally in Springtown. Uh, One of those is going to be curbside pickup. You know, right now we have, I think on our website, it's called local pickup online. You place your order online and you come in and get it. I'm trying to transition that over into like a curbside option because I know uh, I have a little girl at home and getting her out of the car sometimes when she's in a bad mood and going in and picking up your order and then coming back out to the car, I definitely can understand the pain points in that. So I think we're going to mold our local pickup online into more of a um, curbside optional where if you get here, you text us and um, You know, you can, uh, we'll bring it out to you. You're also welcome to come in because we have our retail freezer if you need to add a few things on. Uh, We're really trying to push that ease of service uh, for all of our customers. And then the last thing, um, our next day, like uh, direct local delivery. Like I said, with our freezer trailer, that gives us unlimited options to move frozen product around. So we're really trying to build a local network. We're starting with one zip code and seeing if we can build it out. But as soon as next day, Home delivery on the beef. I think that's gonna be really cool for us. So, it's a just test right now. I have not had anybody take me up on that yet, but I'm sure we will soon. And then, what I'm encouraging customers to do is, if you're local to the Springtown area, if you have friends, family, your neighborhood, or your Facebook group, and you're looking for, uh, you know, maybe a weekly delivery of farm to table beef, if you can get enough people in that area that we can add your, your neighborhood, your zip code, your community on, we would love that. So if you got, uh, if that's something you're interested in, send us a message here at the Parker County beef company. We'd love to accommodate that the best that we can. Um, but it's really one of those things that the more people we can get in a consolidated area, the better it makes our life a lot easier. And our, our route a lot simpler. So that the, really the curbside pickup the next day home delivery are things that we're working on, uh, building out, in twenty twenty four and then everyone's favorite uh, new products. So we have had a a lot of um, we had a lot of conversations with the processor. We're trying to get new products. This week we launched our steak bites, which are a jerky product. We have regular and peppered. And when I tell you the the tenderness is is incomparable to what you can get at the gas station. I'm not kidding. So anybody who wants to take me up on that, send me a message and I will, I will gladly, I think I can ship those refrigerated. So those are on our website and I could ship those USPS if you wanted that, but I'm telling you the best jerky type product that I've had in a long time. So in 2024, we're going to be launching, um, we got our hamburger patties, beef sticks, Summer sausage, link sausage, uh, the the chili meat, the stew meat, the the um, what else? Cutlets. I think we have all that coming on early 2024. Um, Our tomahawk ribeyes have been a huge hit here uh, recently, locally. So that's been a lot of fun. Uh, We're we're really just trying to expand. Every time a customer asks for something, I kind of make a. I either have a spreadsheet that I put an actual uh, vote for, or I will, um, you know, make a mental note and we just try to accommodate as many customers as we can. And we're trying to slowly grow that so that we don't uh, mess up the the level of customer service that we provide here. So a lot of fun products coming in 2024. Well, guys, thank you very much. Uh, first, for supporting us and engaging with our content here in 2023. I want to thank you to all of our customers for your support this year and for believing in us and for providing us with a seat at your table. Um, My name is Bryson, and this is the Behind the Beef podcast brought to you by the Parker County Beef Company. We're a fourth-generation, 100-year-old cattle ranch here in North Texas building an online beef company where we sell our beef directly to you guys. We can ship it straight to your front door anywhere in the continental U.S. Um, go read our Google reviews, go watch our content, see how we do things, why we do it, and see what our customers have to say. And we hope that if you're looking for farm-to-table beef, we would hope you'd give us a a try or a consideration. Feel free to reach out wherever you're watching this. We'd be happy to answer any questions you have. Thank you guys again for a great 2023. We want to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and we look forward to continuing to serve you in 2024 here at the Parker County Beef Company.